This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Doug Nemesek, Chief Medical Officer of Behavioral Health at Evernorth Health Services. Dr. Nemesek, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Laura. It's really great to uh, be speaking with you today about this really important issue of mental health and wellness. Absolutely. I, I know this is a big challenge for a lot of organizations and communities trying to address a lot of uh, big mental and behavioral health issues and challenges within their populations. And so I think this will be a really helpful conversation, and I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're doing at Evernorth. So before we dive into that broader discussion, can you tell me first a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. You noted I'm the, currently the chief medical officer for behavioral health with Evernorth Health Services. Behind that, I'm a psychiatrist, and so I've spent my entire career focusing on on mental health and substance use issues and and how to really treat these issues and and get people better access to to mental health care and and behavioral health supports. In my role here at Evernorth Health Services, I work to make sure that everybody has that access to truly high-quality mental health and substance use disorder care, And I also work to identify the partners and providers that through Evernorth we can align with to improve the care journey and and make it simple for individuals and their families, as well as for employers and clients who are providing the benefits to support people's health and well-being. Absolutely. And that's no small task, I can imagine. You know, and and when you look at all the different uh, opportunities available today for mental health, behavioral health, and the different needs and challenges that people are facing, you know, what are your top priorities right now? What are you thinking about most for the end of the year? Yeah, you know, there's we always have lots of priorities, but I would say our top priority right now is is advancing measurement-based care. Our goal is is really to lead the industry with best-in-class clinical outcomes and making sure that people are truly getting optimal outcomes for their their behavioral health conditions and that these outcomes really are going to ultimately be driven by moving to measurement-based care and and that this is going to ultimately drive affordability for all the stakeholders in our system. When we can drive quality outcomes and better care for people, we ultimately strengthen the interventions that they're getting and deepening the relationships that we have as a payer with our provider partners. And then with measurement-based care, what we're doing is really embedding metrics in the care journey. And we're sharing those you know, throughout the patient or customer journey. And it allows us all, payers and providers, to develop better insights into the outcomes and the access to care that's going to benefit everybody out there. You know, one example would be just sharing clinical data points like anxiety and depression scales that allow us all to better manage members in real time and across time. Another priority for us is really creating a digital first but human supported customer experience that leverages 
technology, data, and insights. And at Evernorth, we, we really understand the importance of convenience and flexibility for people trying to access care. Uh, but we also understand that technology can really improve the ability of, of our members and customers to, to easily connect with care. And to that end, then we're continuing to enhance our digital experience as well as expand our virtual care footprint for people. And then this is really gonna allow us to, to help guide them to the right interventions more easily and effectively than we've ever been able to do before. And as I mentioned in my first priority with measurement-based care, capturing that outcomes data in ways that go beyond what is captured on just a, a healthcare claim so that we can understand the success of all these, these interventions. And then I also just won't, don't wanna forget one other, one other priority for us, which is integrating Evernorth assets across our company for greater benefits uh, for all our customers and clients. We don't want anybody to feel like they just have a behavioral health problem or they're just a behavioral health member or just a pharmacy member. Ultimately, we want everybody's healthcare journey to be connected and easy regardless of the benefit design that they have. Absolutely. And that sounds like a huge undertaking. I love your focus on being able to use the data and information um, to drive better quality and care and make sure that, you know, everybody that's involved has the right information, the same information so that they can make those improvements together for the patients and the community. And then looking at the digital first customer experience, I think, um, you know, from your perspective, both with the clinical background, as well as now working at Evernorth, uh, where do you see it as being really um, some of the big strides that you're making within that digital transformation space? What does it take for clinicians as well as patients to uh, really um, optimize those opportunities? Yeah, so I think, you know, one of the things that we have seen is that with, at Evernorth, with our, we've got what we call our new guided care solutions. We're really working and it's making this, what for many of us is a complex healthcare ecosystem, making it simpler. Uh, and that's really the goal here for, for people. How do, we, how do we make it simple? How do we make it easy? Um, and how do we remove the barriers? Uh, and, and doing that digitally and, and giving people access so that that, that, that access and, and care and support is available when they're ready for it and when they need it most and that they can access it in the way that's most available and accessible to them and simplest for them to do makes that better. Uh, it it helps, helps us engage them. Each patient gets engaged and it helps us connect them to, uh, to the provider uh, more effectively as well. So with our Evernorth guided care solutions, by making this simpler, you know, we're partnering with the providers, we're, we're providing the, the systems and technologies that allow individuals digitally to connect, knowing that the navigation and the other pieces that we also can provide to help make all these can help them make these connections uh, really ultimately drive better outcomes uh, for the individual as well as uh, help them be them to be more productive in the at home at work in their community and in their everyday lives. I love that. This such, sounds like such an important way to connect with the community and really drive value. Now, what are some of the programs and initiatives that have been most needle moving for you this year? Well, I, you know, I'll come back. I, I talked about the guided care uh, 
offerings that we have. Uh, we're partnering with clients in new ways now to really complement their existing offerings. We're, again, leveraging data and analytics, and that helps us identify people who need care who maybe aren't reaching out yet or maybe not raising their hand yet or haven't been, haven't been identified. We're helping everybody navigate care options to identify the best interventions for that individual and their problems, and then infusing measurement, going back to what I talked about earlier, into every step of the care journey so that outcomes are clear, optimums, outcomes get optimized that way. One of the examples we have in this world is with, with our pharmacy partners, where we're taking bold steps and, and leveraging the power of our combined analytics, behavioral data, in pharmacy data to identify individuals who are in need of behavioral health support, assistance. And this allows us to reach out and engage them early before their condition gets more complex. And it allows for quicker and, and better outcomes of that care. I'd also probably highlight our ongoing research at Evernorth that's generating a lot of strategic insights into what, what's going on with people out there across our country. We released some research earlier this year that found that 22% of the patients that happen to be diagnosed with a behavioral condition are driving actually 41% of the total healthcare costs for that entire population. So we know that the, having a behavioral health condition not only is a separate condition, but it's impacting all of the other uh, conditions that we have as well, uh, and that ultimately raises costs for the system and makes our care more makes it makes care more complex as well. In that research, we uncovered four key patient encounter types and journeys that we called the willing engagers or the self-directed seekers or the silent sufferers that highlight the very personalized nature in which we all as individuals obtain our care. And often that care is often outside of true behavioral health care settings. So our research highlighted the importance of engaging primary care providers as well as behavioral providers, but really engaging primary care providers in that behavioral assessment and screening and initial navigation work. And it underscores the value of the predictive analytics in, in proactively identifying people who need help and, and, and we can reach out and engage them before they raise their own hand. And then I'll also really wanna draw attention to another really innovative program we're working on this year, which is our community health worker pilot. And with this new pilot program, which is down in Houston, Texas, we're breaking down the barriers to care and engaging community health workers to go out into the community where people are at, assessing their holistic needs and providing support and, and direction needed to, to help them improve their health. And the results from this pilot this year, are we're really excited about to help inform how we can further expand, partner in communities to improve the health outcomes and, and improve health, health equity as well. That's amazing to hear. And, and certainly seems like you've got a lot of uh, different ways that you're adding value and really growing and developing um, the resources that you have in, in making sure people are able to access what they um, need in order to 
become um, really a great member of society. From your perspective, you know, when you're looking at the health equity angle, what's been most beneficial there? Well, I think with when we look when we think about health equity, it's really important just for us to take that step back and recognize, you know, it, that we have to look at each person as an individual and look at all of the things that may be uh, impacting them, as well as all the things that they bring um, to the table as we're trying to help identify where is and who is the are the best supports and resources for them. In doing that, as we identify what are some of the social needs that, that come, come to play, what are the needs in the community, what are maybe racial and, and, and other uh, 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 gender issues that, that maybe come to play for an individual that we need to take into account as we think about connecting them to the best behavioral health resources and the best providers for them. And so we're putting a lot of focus into look, making sure we think about all these issues. We expand our networks to make sure that our networks and our provider resources offer more diversity as well. Uh, and uh, whether that's around race and gender, sexuality, uh, uh, sexual identity, other issues as well. So, uh, you know, these are the things that, that we're, we're learning more about as well as really focusing on to make sure that we truly can provide people with the best resources and care. That's amazing to hear, and I really appreciate you um, acknowledging so many different areas that are important um, in ways to expand the services you're supporting within the community. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I was wondering if you could talk about how you're thinking about growth and member experience for the future. Um, we talked a little bit about some of the different ways that already you're thinking about um, patient experience, customer experience. You know, where what does that look like two to three years from now? Well, you know, at Evernorth, you know, we're really working to ensure that this overall customer experience or member experience takes, I get, you know, takes that unknown out of behavioral health for our members and their families and loved ones and allows us to really navigate and guide them to the resources that give them a healthier mind and body. The behavioral health uh, ecosystem out there is, is scary and most people don't know, most of us don't know where to go or how to get the care and help that we need. So at Evernorth, we're focused on really how, how do we simplify that? How do we take the, take the fear and the scariness away from the individual and allow us to help really understand and guide them to where they're gonna get the care and support that's gonna be best for them. And then around that, we're really innovating with partners to expand and scale that work around care delivery. We're looking at innovative services such as biofeedback that can add to uh, that experience and care delivery for people. And then removing the provider's burden, leveraging artificial intelligence at the point of care, removing barriers for the provider to better engage uh, with each, each patient that they're seeing as well. And then truly, pulling that all together so that at the end, the, the individual's care journey is measured, understood, and gets them to those optimal outcomes that we can then demonstrate and allow them to be their healthiest self. 
Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really helpful conversation, Dr. Nemesek, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Laura. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.